arrogant healthcare marketing bastards were podcasting live from Shishmid 2013 in Chicago, September 29th to October 1st. Now, over the next several weeks, we'll be rebroadcasting those sessions alongside our weekly podcast. If you are subscribed in iTunes or through RSS, you'll receive the episodes automatically. Otherwise, visit thinkinterval.com or follow Interval Crew on Twitter for notification of our new shows. This week, we are airing our session from Sunday, September 29th, featuring George Tafelski, Senior Digital Specialist for American Hospital Association, and Chad Dillard, Executive Director of Marketing and Wellness at Ann Arundel Medical Center in Annapolis, Maryland. So it's better to move your chair, not the microphone. Okay, sorry. Or just put your face right in it. Sure. you got to kind of come close. A little closer? Okay, so who are you, George? Uh, I'm, I, I'm called the Senior Digital Media Specialist for the American Hospital Association. Oh, wow. Excellent. Keep in mind that there's no junior media specialist. <laughs> I'm, I'm, pretty, but that's okay. I'm pretty much it. That's okay. And actually, I do podcasting over there, too. So I was oh, just very interested in your, in your rig here. Well, this is the first time we've tried this. In fact, this is the first time we've ever exhibited it. Really? We've been here, we were just saying, I've been here at least 10 times, but we've never had a booth or anything. We thought, if we're going to do it, this is what we do. We do this every week. We do a podcast every week. Wow. So we might as well do it from here. So you just do um, audio? Uh, It's audio. We've tried it video a couple times, and we're trying to move to that. It's just a little more effort, Uh, and it's harder to do because we can do audio from our houses if we need to or remote places, but... So how do you guys get all the noise of the of the environment out? Of the this? microphones are very good microphones. Really? Yeah. In fact, we were testing this earlier, and they were vacuuming around there. Sure. Hey, Jim. Thanks for stopping <laughs> by. You're, you're on our schedule, right? Okay. Excellent. They were vacuuming earlier, and it was really kind of not So is there like a noise, uh, like a gate on your rig over there? or how I, is it? You're using technical terms <laughs> that I don't understand. <laughs> a gate on my rig. I don't know. There's something. Some, it's the mics, though. The yeah, mics are very really. good about... That's why you got to be close because right. if you kind of fade back, it doesn't work as well. Because a lot of times at work, I'll use um, shotgun mics, yeah, and they're very directional, yeah, and, I, and that helps. But I take all the noise out at, in post production, uh, right? You. Right. I, I use uh, Adobe Audition, which uh, they partnered with a company called Isotope, which was like a pioneer in in taking noise out of out of audio. Huh. And so it's, uh, but I, I am very curious to try and get noise out at the source. Rather, so I don't have to do that well, anymore. Well, you, what you should do is, we're, wh- whenever the exhibit hall is open, we're podcasting yeah. and we're live streaming. So if you go to our website at thinkinterval slash live, mm-hmm. you can hear the audio right there on oh, our no website. Kidding. How it sounds, yeah. Yeah, wow. and so then you can see how it sounds and see if it would work for you. So it, I'd go to thinkinterval.com? That's right, yep. slash okay. live. And you guys are always doing a... Well, no, just w- whenever the exhibit's open. Oh, okay. So, so whenever, oh, for this show you Yes, right. for this okay. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're live streaming it. We're, all these will be podcasts that we post. Yeah, unfortunately, then, I have to work right now. Uh, I, got, well, I got to take pictures. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Well, you got to check it out. Yeah. And then you'll uh, see if this technology is something that might work. So you guys did, were you guys in radio before this? Nope. <laughs> well, actually, um, our creative director, who, who isn't here, yeah. his dad owned owned yeah. owns yeah. a radio station. I can't wow. remember which it is. Yeah. And so he has background in that. Yeah. And so he knows all of this. He yeah. couldn't make it, so he taught Jackie here how to set it all up. But. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is this the first time for you? Is it, it kind of? Okay. Wow. How's it going? Are we still live? 
Yeah. Now, I just realized so far, that so if, good. if I'm too close to this, I'm going to cut my lip clean open. <laughs> That's why I'm scared. We need to put this. something on this because it's it's invisible and our our, our or raise your mic up. Right. So the, these are Audio Technicas. What are these microphones here? These. Uh, well, these? I'm not sure. It says on the on the front. Can you see it right on the front? Mm, not really. No. I know those are AT. Yeah. Those wow, you, it's too bad Adam wasn't here. You guys could have talked shop. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a sound geek. I used to be a voiceover guy. Oh, okay. yeah. And so I had my own little home studio. That's how I sent my auditions out. Nice. And nice. so it just kind of dovetailed into doing audio at AHA. Right. And then when they wanted to do video, I, to me it was just more signal to edit. Right, And right. I, I also had like a small career as an actor on camera. And I knew there are standards in broadcast television that were not... There was no standards on online stuff. Right, they're, right, they're right. Just, except now what's happening is just little by little, 30 frames per second is becoming the standard. And they kind of, they're starting to adopt like CD quality audio. Sure. You know, like 44 kilohertz. I'm, I'm don't oh mean to bore gosh, you guys. You're back to like the bracket on my yeah. rig. I'm boring. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That's, that's I prefer 42. But yeah. 44, <laughs> if you, if you have 44, it's all right. Yeah. 210, 211, whatever it takes. <laughs> well, good. I, I wish you guys luck. Maybe I'll come by later, but i got to go take some pictures. Yeah, Jared. absolutely. Nice Stop meeting by. you, fellas. Nice George. meeting you, too. Have a good Thanks rest of the show. Yeah, okay. We will. All right, take care. Thank you, Jackie. All right. So we got to keep the audio going. I'm going to get a drink. Yeah. You Whenever drink. I go over to get a drink, that's a signal for you to keep talking. Go! All right. You got it, man. So the exhibit hall has opened, and, yeah, people are flooding in. Yep. I see people with beers now. That's a good thing. People are stopping by, so... I think we're going to be busy. I think we I are. I think we're going to be very busy. I think we are. We're already been busy. And we have a nice, kind of an anchor booth. We as do. You walk in. We really fell into an unbelievable yeah, it, location. It's a good, a good setup. Not fell into, but kind of a little bit. Yeah. So let's see. What what else can we talk about? Well. Let's see who our neighbors are. Let's talk about our neighbors. There are some neighbors that are very close to NRC is within distance. Of course, we work a lot with NRC with some of our brand work. We've yep. got uh, Lionshare over my right shoulder, though I can't see them very well. Yeah, the people in front of us, I don't know who they are. You know, I can't quite see their... And, and the people next either. to us, I can't quite see who they are either. But it, we should invite them over at some time. Jackie, you should invite our neighbors over. Am I blocking your view? <laughs> of what? No, not at all. No. We're just scoping out the uh, the booths. You're blocking the view of bastards, though, which is, I think... Should I maybe get you guys a cocktail? Oh, could you? Actually, that would be great. I'd say yes to that. I would say yes to that, too. Plus, that would make this seem even more open if we had... <laughs> There's Deb Paul. Deb Paul! All right. Hey! <laughs> hey, welcome. In. I know you've got you've got a time set up already, right? You're joining us? tomorrow. All right. Yes, I hope you're ready. Yes, we we just do we have to come up with some topic? Oh no. If you have a topic that you would like to share, we'll we'll throw it out there, but otherwise we'll come up with something too. We're never short of things to say. You know that by now, right? <laughs> we'll make it easy for you. Yes. Well, this is my colleague Kristen. Hi Kristen. Kristen Robert. Chris, nice to meet you. Are you going to join? I am. Awesome. Now, are you guys breaking bad fans? Oh, Sorry. good. See, I am, and I can't see it. It's not on TV at the hotel. It's the finale. I'm sure you've heard. Oh, so you're yeah. kind of Yeah, and so what am I supposed to do at 9 o'clock tonight? I can't look at any piece of equipment with the Internet on it because it will be all over. So, can you watch it on your phone? Um, no. I can, I'm going to download it on iTunes, but it doesn't become available until like 6 in the morning. 
so you'll be up early. I will be up early. <laughs> yep. You can sneak that in before before the actual are you gonna, work starts. Are you going to watch before you speak? Well, tomorrow's Monday, so oh, I'm yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't speak till Tuesday. That's right, that's right. But I am going to watch before I eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the first thing start, I do. Start the day right. That's good. Good to see you. Good. Good, good. Well, this is a fun idea. It is. It is. And people stop by. You guys are like the third or fourth group of people to stop yeah. by, so it's awesome. Don't be scared of the mics. I know. <laughs> You're going to be scared of the mic. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. They become your friends. They do, yeah. <laughs> they do. All right, well. Well, get some food and get some drink. Yeah, enjoy yourselves. Well, let's try to overcome our fear. Yeah. Okay, yes, yeah. please. I'm sure you'll be I fine. There's drinks in the morning, so. <laughs> Mimosas. We have them right here. <laughs> so that was Deb Paul from Centric Care and her colleague Kristen, who I didn't catch the last name. Did you catch Kristen's last name? I, I did not. We'll catch it. They're actually going to be on the show tomorrow. Yeah, 11 o'clock. At 11 o'clock, which is excellent. And I'm fun. trying to see. Uh, I know Carol Carol Kennedy Grant, but you know what? We haven't heard from her, so it's possible she might be rescheduled, which is fine. But I'm trying to see. Oh, there's some more of those puff things. We need to wave that guy over to see what those puffies are about. You think so? Well, I don't know. He's kind of he's he's being surrounded. Puff pastries. Jackie, you should come over here and either sit down or stand. So that so that people can was, see our I fine booth. Were you? Well, yeah. What do you think I was doing? Oh, okay. I don't have a chair. Jackie, yes, that's right. People are curious, but they're they're we can tell they're somewhat scared. What I think is going to happen is people walk by, they'll be like, "Oh, what's this? What are these people doing?" And then they'll see the name on the big sign, and they'll go, "That freaks me out." And they'll keep going, and then they'll have a glass of wine, and they'll yeah, circle back, say. and they'll be like, they'll get a little closer, maybe not engage us, but just like four feet away. The cocktails are clutch in this situation. Yeah. I don't know. It could happen. It could. Well, when Chris Boyer jumps on, I mean. People will flock. He's already stopped by. I'm sure people heard him. Well, what else can we talk about? We break. You know, I'm going to be talking about Breaking Bad the whole time. So I know. I'm sorry about Let's that. Now you're Breaking a- Bad guy too, right? Oh. Well, why don't you download it on iTunes? See, and I told Tanya that she, I didn't tell her. She said herself, I'm going to watch this, whether you can watch it or not. But I had to let her know. You can't talk to her tonight. Yeah, I had to let her know. You can't say anything like, oh, my gee, I can't believe that. Or I'm so sad. Or Basically, don't talk it? to me until right, tomorrow Right, right. Just don't mention it. It's yeah. going to be, it's probably the most anticipated finale maybe ever on TV. And the reason is because... There's been other bigger finales like MASH and Sopranos and Seinfeld. Seinfeld maybe maybe was as big if not bigger. But with social media, it's just insane. There's a friend of ours. I can see his head sticking over the crowd. Ryan Donahue from NRC. Where There's Jerry oh, there Hobbs from um, Jerry Hobbs from Prairie Dog. Jerry. Good. How are you? So we're we're. Come on, Jerry. (laughs) There's no cameras, but they can't hear that. You have to make a sound for that. No. (laughs) So we had somebody who unfortunately probably doesn't understand how podcasts work, made a funny face 
into the camera that's not here. But it was oh, well-spirited. That's just one piece of technology we forgot. Bummer. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. It's still actually quite a sparse crowd. Uh, what's, what time are we at here? 6.45. Actually, it should be swimming by now. Oh, yes, please. Uh, Jackie's going on a beer run for us, which is awesome. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid with wine I'll knock it over or something. With beer, I, I feel more comfortable with beer. Beer is beer. Homeland. Now, are you a Homeland fan too? See, I I only watch Homeland on iTunes, and it's not. A, I think maybe starting tomorrow, the season two will be available because they waited till the next season starts. Um, but I but I could not believe I watched that, and then I watched Breaking Bad. And I could not believe that Homeland won, like, year after year Emmy over break. Seriously, that's not right. It's, it's soap opery. Yeah, totally. Very soap opery. There's somebody I know, Chad. How are you doing, sir? We're live. We're podcasting live. Do you want to sit down for a second? Have a seat. I'm Robert. Chad. Chad, good to see you, sir. I didn't see your name on the on the attendee list. Are you a late addition, or do you just keep it secret? Or uh, actually, I got your invitation for your podcast. So oh, so I did I, see yes, you. You did, but you didn't answer, <laughs> did you? So I, <laughs> on, the on the spot. Okay, you got to speak into the microphone. Introduce yourself. You got to uh, get real close, like we are. We're not, we don't just like it. It's just you can move your I, chair I, I, down. I'm not sure what I'm going to say. So. Well, you don't have to say anything. We'll ask you questions. Oh, good. Okay, so you are. Chad Dillard. Your position is? Executive Director of Marketing and Wellness. At? Anne Arundel Medical Center in Annapolis, Maryland. See, that wasn't so hard. Now, Thank you. Here's my introductory question to everybody. Are you a Breaking Bad fan? I am not. See, you know what's astounding? Uh, over three or four or five. Nobody has been. My niece, who's 20, binges on it, though. Yeah, so. that's me, too. Yeah. And tonight, you know, most people know whether you're a fan or not that it's a big finale. Mm-hmm. But they don't have it on the TV in the hotel. So really? it's a little bit stressful. So yeah. what does that mean? It means that we have to, like, wait and watch <laughs> it tomorrow <laughs> and not look at the Internet tonight when everybody will talk about it. Hmm. Yes. So what makes it so fascinating that you want to wa- have to see it that when it's on live? You know, that's a very interesting question because I, I'm, I'm a time shifter guy. I have mm-hmm. a DVR. I watch mm-hmm. all my shows whenever. But yeah. that one I have to watch live. I don't know. It's just amazing. And also, if you don't watch it live these days, then it gets spoiled. You can't and go you on knew Facebook. It, you Twitter. knew it was going to be ending, too. So yeah, 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 that yeah. was the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how many Shushmas have you been to? Uh, probably 10, 12... Yeah. Ish. Okay. Something like that. Have you been at Anne Arundel that whole time? I've been here three years. Three years. And where were you before? I think we talked about this before. Uh, Southwest Washington Medical Center in uh, Vancouver, Washington, which is now a Peace Health hospital. Oh, Peace Health, yes. They've been going through a lot of changes. Peace Health, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't they um, (laughs) merge with somebody or unmerge? They were trying to merge with uh, uh, Catholic... Health, health initiative, initiatives, right? Yeah, right yeah. yeah, and then that didn't go. Didn't go. Oh wow, that's starting to happen more and more. Like, uh, what is the Michigan uh, Henry Ford and Beaumont, Beaumont yeah. which was a huge deal? Then that went away. So these big trend. systems that are already big 
trying to work with other people, yeah. it gets harder and harder. Yes, it is. And you guys haven't had any of that at Anne Arundel? No big mergers or acquisitions? We or? have a strategic affiliation with Johns Hopkins, okay. uh, which is more about uh, looking at what we can do together, right? but not in a uh, ownership model. Not in an so ownership model. So we, uh, we are working with them on some surgery programs. Sure bringing some of their specialists into our organization. So, so how do you have, do you just co-brand your efforts, both logos on things We like actually that? have an event, I think in two weekends from now, at one of our new uh, joint medical buildings, and it's literally a uh, side-by-side logos. Okay. But and you didn't create a new brand. No, we did not. Right. And it's kind of cool because we're alphabetically uh, in front of Hopkins. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, joint you built a, a center together, or just we put one? a we put a new uh, medical office building yeah. in uh, the Fort Meade area, which is one of the combined military bases. Okay, so it's a uh, a, a basic medical office building. Their primary care is there, and we have specialists there. So sure, it's uh, advantageous for us both. Well, that's interesting. That's what I'm speaking about. Tuesday is branding new ventures, mm-hmm. just like that affiliations, and it's it's crazy out there. It's like the wild west. So many different configurations, and and then take that times three on how people actually brand those configurations. And, and who will care? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> now, look, we have a guest. Do you want my Heineken? No. Are you sure? Yes, I'm okay. good. Do you want Robert's Heineken? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Here you go, sir. So how many people listen to your podcast regularly? Um, we, do you have some good time, tracking on that? Yeah, we do. I think we have like 200 regular lists, 200 plus regular mm-hmm. listeners. Now, that doesn't mean they listen every time. Right. But they come back and they download. So we have it available from iTunes and then also on our website. Yeah, I, I listen every once in a while when I'm like remembering that I've downloaded the podcast. Right. So it's the memory that gets in the way, right? Yes. And then you get like, in fact, I'm like nine behind on our own podcast. And so then it's, how do I catch up on nine? It's tough. Yeah. And here we're broadcasting live in each of the sessions that they sit Right. It'll end, up, it'll end up being at least seven different podcasts that we put back out there. So, And people will be like, I don't want to hear my voice. <laughs> what's going to be what's going to be sad for the people listening is that I'm sure like I'm going to bring up the Breaking Bad thing a hundred times, and so they're going to be listening to the podcast going, yeah, we get it, Breaking Bad. So I'm going to have to like come up with something new. We're going to have to come up with something new every single time, every guest, whatever. That's going to be tough. That's like Jerry Lewis in the in the the marathon thing. The what's it called? The muscular dystrophy the NBA telethon. Yeah. Telethon, yeah. yeah. That's hard to do. Keeping it fresh? Yeah. It We're going to have to. We're going to have to. Any suggestions? Good, good luck. <laughs> Before you, you leave, you, give you. us a topic that you think we should cover. Hmm. It could be it could be healthcare oriented. Well, I mean, I, th- I think that getting the conversation with our group on what we just heard about in the, the main oh, starting yeah, session, yeah. it's just going to be so valuable because so many people have been in our profession for a long time and they just get lulled into normalcy. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so how do you say, uh, you're on, <laughs> you know, yes, you're over here on that pier and, and your other foot in the other boat and yeah. it's going to be rocky but we got to do it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. No, it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Very hard. Yeah. 
I was reading something in the Harvard Business Review about that by Michael Porter. Mm-hmm. And his his plan for how to make the shift, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. I mean, he's very clearly laid out, but... Significant. You know, like the, so. pl- the plan to discover America is to set sail and go to America. That's the plan. It's like, well, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be choppy waters getting there. Yeah. Can we get the... Uh, Say the least. Vulcan mind on multiple people so they can get their... <laughs> There. It's too bad we don't have other that. people. <laughs> yeah, that would be good actually. So we could use some mind melding mm. to make that happen. We need some Vulcan mind melding or Jedi mind probe. Is that right? Not mind probe. What do they do? What, if, what do know. they do? This right? See, I'm not, a, not, I'm, not a, I'm not for. a I'm not a Star Wars guy. You're so, not a Star Wars yeah. guy. And, and that little visual with your hands is not going to show up very well on the radio. No, I know. See, thanks for reminding us. We had a guy come by before, and we were like, hey, we're podcasting. Come join us. And he he made, started making faces at the table. And we're like, well, it's not video. They can't see that. You have to make some kind of audio version of that face. And, right. and then he ran away. Yeah, We invited him in, but... Yeah. The face is all we got. Well, I'm going to run away and get a drink since you y'all are in front of me. I know. Chad, good well, to meet you. Thanks for stopping by. Okay, great. Awesome. You. you bet. Nice to meet you. Thanks for joining us, Chad. All right. Talk to you later. Catch up to you later. <laughs> so you think that your twalk is sitting around going, Oh, it's two minutes. Chris is going to be on. It's taken me a while <laughs> to control my twalk. Again. That's the file it's, name. It's way early. <laughs> and we have a headline. For this okay, so we need we need some introductions. You guys introduce yourselves, your positions. Sure. Your, I Because I, I don't know your organization name. It's so long. I, it's hard uh, for me to remember. I'm Chris Boyer, AVP of Digital Strategy at North Shore Long Island Jewish Health System in Manhasset, New York. And I'm Emily Kagan Trenchard. I'm the Director of Web Technology at the North Shore LIJ Health System on Long Island, Welcome. New York. Thanks. Emily. Welcome, Welcome Chris. Thanks for having us. Now, you know he's been on, this is his sixth time? No, no, I already have my sixth smoking jacket from the last time, remember? (laughs) Oh, you're up to seven now? This is number seven. You have a ways to go if you're going to catch Chris. I know, i got to catch up here. Yes. Now, what do you guys want to talk about? I know you've got some things you want to talk about. You've got a blog. I do. Tell me about your blog. I do. Well, I I recently started writing down all of the things I had to say about healthcare as opposed to just cornering people at cocktail parties and making myself feel like a frontline episode when everybody else (laughs) really is just trying to have a drink. Uh, And so I thought, you know what? I will write it down and I will post it. And actually, Chris was a big inspiration. I kept holding off until I could get it published somewhere. My background is in um, science writing and science oh, sure, journalism. Sure. And I kept thinking, God, who am I going to pitch this to? Who am I going to read it? And Chris finally said, just go get your own audience. Just right. put it up on your own. So I finally started posting them. Um, and yeah, I've been really enjoying having the opportunity to just start talking about some of these things that really I've just been chewing around in my own head for a long time. So what's the name of the blog? Do you have a name for it? Um, it's not a separate blog. It's actually just on my website, okay. which is kagantrenchard.com. Um, say it again. Get closer and say it. kagantrenchard.com slash Emily. slash Emily. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, my husband is the other Kagan Trenchard up there, and he does his own thing, but he's in um, poetry and law and other things like oh, that. Oh, wow. Totally separate field there. Uh, so if you go there, you can see the posts that I do, and a lot of stuff I write about is related to healthcare and uh, just sort of how we talk about healthcare, how we talk about um, science in general, and, and the ways that we do that that either limits the way we're able to think about things or could push the boundary on what we're thinking about uh, to solve the problems that we're all wow. so, dealing with. Wow. So is this stuff healthcare in general, or is it healthcare? marketing or digital or interactive it's, it's kind of specific. a mix you know my, my background is really in science communication so my first love is it, and sort of my 
directive, if you will, is trying to help folks find uh, find out just how cool science is. Um, and that really transitioned into this career in healthcare. And so the more and more I get into uh, the healthcare world, the more I see healthcare marketers in particular, because we are the mouthpiece um, for mm-hmm. that first um, interaction point of, of people who are engaging uh, with physicians, nurses, etc. And the words that we use do matter. Um, they're the they're the breakdown point. They are the transition point. They are they are they are the alpha and the omega in terms of that patient experience in some ways. And so if we're not doing it right, um, I mean it just it, it can the, the the cascade effect of the bad experience right. goes from there. So you know it. It, it seemed like a natural fit to take my interest in, you know, explaining things like cosmic microwave background radiation, Whoa. and and then transition what? it down to, you know, uh, trans catheter therapeutics or you know whatever else we're trying to, to talk to someone about. I love trans catheter therapeutics. <laughs> <laughs> Every Friday night. Every Friday night. <laughs> See, I I everything you're talking about. I broke down one time in a blog post to the difference between A and E, and it was about orthopedics. How yeah. how the oh orthopedists <laughs> want to spell orthopedics with an A in it, which I understand. There's no if you look it up. There's no yeah. official right way. Right. But Joe Public goes, what is that Greek? What is A and E together? Yeah. yeah. And so you know they all insist because that's how they got their doctorate and that's what it right. says in the degree. Yep. But that's the difference between an insider's view of healthcare and a consumer's view of health. One letter difference. Yep. Absolutely. Says it all. Absolutely. And 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 it's. It's maddening because you have these people who think that somehow that A and E connotes um, uh, right. something more sophisticated, yes, right? Yeah, that right. Latinate association. <laughs> because it confuses people. You know, I want the, I right. want a position of power. And, that and that's the problem, right? Is this this desire to have this sort of cloak over what happens uh, that a physician does, and people think that that adds an air of prestige or, right. or mystery. Right. And really, all it does is, is turn people off. Right. Isn't the A and E together too? I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah. together. It's an yeah. A and an E. What? The only place you see that orthopedics, right? Orthopedics. I think the only place you see that in normal life is on a map for the A A G A A G C. The what is it? It's the the Greek C. A A A G Aegis. Aegis. Oh, that's the name of a vendor here. Is it? Yeah. A E G. Yeah. Nice product placement there, Bevelo. Well, I don't know who they are. They a competitor. Kudos to Aegis. So Emily, I was reading your blog. And I love your your take on just, you know, the way we talk needs a radical transformation, basically, in terms of being relevant and talking about what people care about. I thought you had a really good list of of some of those specific things. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to mention any of those, but... Thanks, yeah. Um, You know, I... uh there's a couple things that I think Joe Flowers in particular started talking about in terms of transparency with regards to pricing. And there's a degree to which that's applicable to transparency and information, right? There's a certain extent, especially as marketers, we're going to have to to pitch particular products. But there's also an extent, particularly with this rise in content marketing, where we're really looking for other things to write about all of the time, where we can take that as an opportunity to actually uncloak, right? Demystify. uh, Talk about some of those other things. So, you know, simple things like, um, let's talk about the truth of of the tests we do and don't need, right? Right. Um, Let's talk about uh, whether or not the knowledge in a particular field or or, or specialty that we want to pitch, you know, how robust really is it? Um, Is this a field where we've seen a lot of turnover, where what the standard of care is one year changes five years down the road? Let's be upfront with patients about that. In fact, that can be a really powerful call to get people to dig deeper, do more research, continue to access your search and your experts for more information. If you say, hey, look, out on the internet, you're going to find studies that have been debunked. You can't just trust your internet 
research. Come here. We're the ones who ha- can right. help you make sense right. of all of that information. You know, I think you need a podcast <laughs> <laughs> in addition to your blog. You do. You're very passionate She's about very this stuff I, and I articulate. Do. I okay. care. I care an awful lot about yeah. this stuff. Well, we're, we're kind of sick and tired. I mean, when we, we are starting to talk to uh, people within our organization about developing content marketing as a really approach where they can engage, and it usually comes back as a sanitized, you know, uh, stuff that you could read anywhere on WebMD right. or wherever else. And really, the point is here is that you have to really take your content marketing to the level. And then we've talked about this in the last podcast I was on with you, number six. Yes. That where we talked about how we can make content marketing more personalized and more effective. I think Emily's point, she has a couple of points that she brought up in her, in her list on her blog post where it shows how not only can we be relevant, but how we can be actionable, what we can actually help people with. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, that's, that's the second part of it. It's, it's one thing to show your, your value prop, right? It's yeah. one thing to show that we're the, the best in the region or that we are you know, the ones who have this particular machine or that we're the ones who have this kind of expertise. But what do you do with that right. after that, right? Um, and, and I think a lot of times uh, we can delude ourselves as marketers that there's nothing else to say, right? Because there's mm-hmm. nothing that's going to differentiate us. But if you go out to any one of your family members and say, do you have questions about healthcare and the healthcare you receive? (laughs) What what are they going to tell you? They're going to tell you, of course, I have a bajillion questions. And why aren't we looking to them for what we should be writing about as opposed to looking to the chairmen of the service lines for what we should be writing about? Right. Right. Yeah. No, that's very true. I'm glad you brought up content marketing. We have a new paper on content marketing. You should take a look. I would love your critique of it. Because, well, Chris and I have talked about this before, but we're trying to get... Our big thing is trying to get health systems to take what they typically do when they're promoting like a service line, or they need to, I should say, market a service line, and they use promotional marketing. So they're, you know, chest thumping, five star, blah, 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 blah. We want them to take the same level of effort and approach and resources and use content marketing instead. Because there's, there's so many more benefits, and you can actually get either way more engagement and results for the same money, or tremendous engagement results for far less money. Well, so here's one thing I would, I would question though, Chris, like, is it actually the same effort? Because when you get a five-star rating, someone's giving that to you. HealthGrade gave that to you. They didn't have to put in sure. effort to get those things. So at a certain point, when you talk about content marketing and you've got to actually get those doctors on the phone to be interviewed, make the time, come up with the topics, give you the feedback, reread what your content writer has written, that's actually a lot more effort on it's, the service lines part than just saying, yes. here's some eye stock and here's my health grades okay. rating right. and put it up on a billboard. Yes, yes. So, but the thing I think is, and you're right, because we hear that all the time, like, well, this is, this is a lot of work yeah. to do this. But it's like, first of all, you know, the right way is usually the harder way. But yeah. second of all, you're just thinking about, think about all the money you spend on, let's just say, TV ads or billboards. How much money that is. And you think, well, that's easy because somebody else does it. This is hard because I do it. Well, why do you have to do it? Why can't you hire staff or freelancers or others with that money that you just send out the door to media planners and, and, and ad agencies and all that and dedicate that to content developers, videographers, writers, the people that will do it for you. It, mm-hmm. Yes, it is more work, but that's because it's better. And yeah. it shouldn't be more work for the leaders in marketing, but they think that way because they think they have to do it themselves. Well, one thing that we're doing, you know, we're hiring up a content marketing or content creation team, basically, to tackle just that. Because, you know, it's one thing you can write a blog post, ghost write a blog post for a doctor. Right. 
but if you do it in a way where it doesn't really tie to you to what they do, it's just a generic newsjacking thing mm-hmm. about you know whatever double mastectomies because Angelina Jolie did it. Right. You know, it, it doesn't really tie to what you do. That's one thing. But if you really, if you do, if you if you really engage in content creation in the right way, where you're interacting with the doctor, you're engaging with them, you're understanding and using good people, uh, good writers and good and good marketers to kind of pull out the right information. <laughs> And then with adding to that the marketing aspect of this, which is connecting them to the care. Right. Connecting them to some kind of decision matrix or decision yeah. capabilities. That's the other thing I liked what Emily wrote about. It's about help with decisions. I think the biggest right. challenge people have is yeah. they get all this information. What do they do with it? Yeah. And where do they have to act, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, 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 and one of the ways in which they need to act is also not going to necessarily be contacting the one expert that you interviewed in that blog. I mean, that's another thing that I was pointing yeah pointing out in in that list, but also I think gets back to, so how do you get around this effort piece? How do you get around the perceived increase in effort on the service lines part two to try and nail down the chairman for another content review session? This is an awesome opportunity for the younger members of the staff of a division to get involved because in all likelihood, they're already blogging about their experience as residents. In all likelihood, they're the ones who already have the Twitter accounts and are engaged (laughs) in exactly the kind of marketing you want them to do. You want someone who's going to be quoted in that double mastectomy post and then you want one of the junior members of that service line moderating comments and jumping into the conversations you generate on that blog. And now you've got the younger guys engaged, you've got the work distributed across the service line and you've spread uh, spread the wealth you know as it were and the younger guys the nice thing about that the younger guys are building up their practices they're the ones you can get to make that promise of same day or same week appointment whereas these older more experienced guys can't even make those claims so if you really want to talk about turning those patients and converting them and getting them in the door these are exactly the guys you want engaged because these are the guys who've got the time to see the books I don't I think you need to be stronger in in talking about what you believe in I I think you're, you're holding back I think you're holding back. <laughs> that's what you mean. You got to get a podcast or a video cast I, or something. I'm, because I'm on a podcast right now. Well, that's true. <laughs> I think you should start your own, or you could be a guest on ours. But I, I think would you should that. start your own. You know how easy it is. It's so easy. I use GarageBand <laughs> and one of these, four of these. I did one with my son. If I can do a podcast, you did a podcast with your son. Yes, we did a video games podcast. That's we did awesome. two of them, <laughs> and then that was the end of that. What What happened? Uh, he really just didn't want to do it anymore. I thought it'd be awesome. He was like 10 at the time. Yeah. yeah. And so I thought, what a great, there's anything out there like yeah. that. And there's a lot of games you can play together. Yeah. Adult kid. And to have the different perspectives and, you know, can yeah. he play a teen rated game and all that stuff. But his answers were pretty much like, yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. So what do you think of that game, Jack? It's good. Yeah. So it really wasn't good audio. Yeah, have you seen the guy on um, Boing Boing who does the uh, kids app review with his daughter? No, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. and that's a great series. He stole that idea from me. <laughs> he did. Son of a... But you know, that parallel with that, the, the what you're telling about with your son is like sort of a parable for in often cases with physicians. Yes. You think about it, right? Yes, that's I mean, true. They're, they're, when If you've set a physician down right now, just an average Joe sitting down, well, not average Joe, average Dr. Joe, yeah. right? And down, you know, they would probably be stymied by... S- looking at this thing and not knowing what to say. Like the gentleman, I must say this multiple times, Uh the gentleman who walked by before, and I won't try to, you know, he might have been older, he might not have been, I'm not going to say, but but he was like, kind of looked and we're like, hey, we're doing a podcast. And he was like, he started making faces at the table. And and we said, they can't hear that. 
So yeah, he would have been very, a good, very doctor. But, but, very but isn't this behavior. sort of like the the modern version of radio? And shouldn't that make people comfortable? Aren't they always pining for the days of more like uh, traditional technologies yes. like the radio? Yeah, you that's would true. think this would right. lend themselves. We're not live tweeting. We should have called it radio. Arrogant <laughs> healthcare marketing bastards. We recorded radio. radio. Yeah, and then people wouldn't you be should, like, "You should actually be streaming this on iHeartRadio." We're uh-huh. oh, I don't think we're doing that. You've got the old school mics up there in your banner. I, I mean, I know. should I know. make these folks feel more comfortable. I know it's true. But I think it's intimidating. Our, our our theory is, if somebody's interested, they'll walk by, they kind of do a double take, and they'll keep going. They'll get a drink and they'll circle back. The next time they'll walk a little closer. They might lean in. Might wave, and then the third time after a second drink, they'd be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's that all about? Can I get in there?" Yeah. yeah. Well, nice. but the thing with a podcast is, though, it takes effort. One, right. you, you got to have a, a, a bright group of folks like this to, to chat with, um, and two, again, it takes effort, and you got to be able to sustain it and have right. that ongoing yeah. interest to make it happen. Which is another thing that we've been looking at. Um, you know, Chris has been encouraging us to build these digital strategies for service lines that we engage with, and and one bullet point that I keep putting in right at the end is it needs to be a sustainable strategy. Right. We can't. Right. This, this can't be like a three month push and then everybody forgets about it and then right. it runs on right. its own. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is where we've been losing people. I mean, we're, right. we're at that sort of like four or five month mark with some of these initiatives that we've launched. And we're saying, OK, remember, we said we were going to do twice a month a blog post. Where are and you? Who are you losing? Are you losing the service line folks, operational folks? Or are you losing the marketers? Because I think a lot of times the marketers fall off. Sometimes right. marketers can fall off. But I find that that's more a byproduct of having new projects come in and right. this sort of falling on the back burner. I think that... In organizations that I've worked with in the past, and, and, and this one is no exception, um, the, the, the model has not been for sustained um, long-term right. planning. Right. You know, um, I'm really excited. We actually got a, a new VP in, um, on the marketing team, uh, Patrick Curry, who's talking about uh, marketing plans for campaigns that are, that are year-long strategic yes. plans as opposed yeah. to just having these one-off bursts. Right. You know, and that needs to happen as well in terms of the content maintenance. We used to get a request from a microsite, and everybody would be allotted to work on the project for the three, four months to create the microsite, and no one would be allotted to update the microsite. Ah, yes. right. I mean, yes, it's, yes, it's yes. as basic as that. It's like a one and done. Or, yes. You know. Well, and again, it's it's the old school way of it's, right. you get it all done, and then you're done. Like right. in the old days, you printed something, it's done. It's done. Yeah. You can walk it's away. Done. You it's walk going away. to print now. Billboards are up. Yeah. It's yeah. done. Yeah. But not in the news. Not, I mean, right. with it's, social media, is it done? Again, is it ever that's done? Why ever there's done. a certain point at which I can't blame the service lines for getting a little gun shy when we come at them with something right. like content right. marketing because it really is more effort. But it's the marketers, I can blame. Like, they yes. need to kind of like. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> right. with the tr- get, get on the train or deposit your ticket somewhere else I can't I'm sorry I'm, well, and part it's, of it, it's been a long day and my metaphors are failing yeah. me but let me let me tell you back to something <laughs> this morning I was talking about scorecards and dashboards and measurement and stuff like that yeah. and it's consistently com- that comes up is that their inability or their 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 challenges with measuring and actually oh providing gosh. return on what the efforts they are doing that's really all th- oftentimes becomes a big impediment to them continuing on as well mm-hmm. you know they go through and they create they a lot of the discussion today's, in today's session was around, well, we could create the measurement, but how do we, how often do we come back and, and, and right. where do we, you know, and, and when, when does this end? And See, the answer is it never ends. Well, and the, right. the never thing ends. I find is that what, what people then when they first get serious about measurement is they put all the effort up front and it's like half of a feedback loop. So they do all the effort it might take right. to actually measure something and then they go, woo. 
we're done. Right. Instead of like the whole point of measurement is to see what worked and what didn't so you can learn, change it, and do right. it again. Exactly. So if you just stop at the here's what happened, you're halfway there. You're not done. But that's that's a mindset that if you don't have starting out is very um, debilitating, I think. But, but another piece that's on the market is that, was, that Chris was mentioning is, is using these dashboards and using these scorecards to report back and show folks who put the effort into these initiatives that people are watching, right, that right. it does matter. I mean, they've, they've done studies where if you um, suddenly tell students that their papers are being looked at by other students in the class, suddenly they they have a lot more time spent in them. There's fewer spelling errors. They put a lot more research I'm gonna into it. I'm going to tell my son that. As I like soon that. as people know that other folks are watching, they actually start to care more and pay more attention I mean how many of us have tweeted something and then checked like 20 minutes later did anybody favorite it did anybody retweet me like there's this instant gratification feedback loop that you know you see in in every single industry and we as marketers are responsible for for being that feedback loop back to the service line so at some point like it's on us if they're getting lazy it's up to us to like turn around show the numbers and say look people are watching right part of the challenge of Emily is what she said is instant gratification right Mm -hmm. and and that's the challenge that they have this work that we're talking about is not instant it's long term it's it's hard and it's it's, to quote George W. Bush it's hard (laughs) (laughs) he said that yeah, it's hard to be a president. But there, oh. but, there, but there are parts that are somewhat the instant feedback loop. Like, talk about um, the radiology campaign we did with a phone tree. Well, you know, yeah. They instantly got the understanding that their phone tree... We launched a campaign. Yeah. Right. The, the phone number, we saw a huge abandonment rate. We, within a day, went back to them and said, you've got this huge problem with whomever's picking up your phone or not picking up your phone, as the right. case may be. And all of a sudden, they got to see the numbers of people who were calling change and respond to it and actually got so much more engaged in the entire marketing exactly. effort and once they saw that people were calling. And then we went back and showed them that you know that you're getting more calls, less abandonment rate, higher conversions, and that to them just emboldened them to be right. more into this yeah. campaign. But that was easy. That was just answering phones. True. The hard part is True. like getting a webinar yeah. or two or point. three. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, I mean, our job's not easy. Right? <laughs> no, no. it's the visual piece too, because you know, going yeah. back to billboards, it's like this stuff is all happening and that's really effective. Yeah. But. You know, whereas you're not seeing it, you know, blatantly. Right, where, you that's know, right. So Visibility like, is yeah, you're not equals seeing marketing. If you're, not, if you're not looking there, if you're right. looking on Facebook, you're looking on Twitter, then right. you are seeing right. it. Right, you but have that, to put it in front. You have yeah. to put little, that stuff in front little, of them. You have to engage to see. Yes, it. yeah. yeah, it's it's where those physicians' eyeballs are. Right, right. This right. reminds me of that story. I may have told you this, Chris, about the CEO that. He, I, I went to talk to him about his, his marketing campaign, and he says, well, we won this award, and I want to see it everywhere I go. I want to turn around, and I want to see it. I want it everywhere. And I said, well, I can print it out and hang it on the wall of your <laughs> office. How'd that I work? Mean, and, and, you know, I was, I was, it was a little bit, you know, I was yeah. able to joke with yeah. them. I didn't lose a job over it. Right. But, you know, the point was, though, it's like they, they want that, to see that visibility. Billboards are hard. And oftentimes, in fact, in front of our hospitals, do you notice we buy all the bus stop, bus shelter sure. because we want to show that over and, and over. We're yes. not alone. We've yes. heard that before. Well, look who it is. Look who's, look who's behind. The, by why, are you, why are you skulking back there, come Warren? Come on around here, Warren. you got to come around front. Are you going to give up your mic? I'm gonna. I'll give up my white mic to Warren. Oh my gosh! What, what's the date and time right now? I know. Chris <laughs> Boyer is voluntarily giving up his microphone. That is something that we have not <laughs> seen in the history of podcasting. We're being joined by Warren Johnson. Warren, good to see you. Do you, have, do you know Emily? No, I don't think we've met. Hi. We're shaking hands right now. <laughs> Great. Yes. We're just the color commentary for the people online. This is this is going out live. 
via live stream. So you are on. You have to talk close to the microphone. Don't Though, say anything stupid like I normally would. Well, no. You've been on our podcast before. It was not stupid. It was very good. Yeah, well, there was good editing skills. No, well. Good stuff. No, that's Born not true. Oh, you guys haven't met. Chris. Okay, now, Adam tells us we're getting great audio. In fact, he used uh, swear words to say how great it was. But you have to talk in like this. Okay? So lean in. Don't All look right. at him. He's terrible at it. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Are you getting better? Yeah, you are. My nose is touching this. I know. Yeah, <laughs> no, we there. disinfect this every time. You didn't see that, but it's a self. When my dentist says that too, when I go in there, but I'm just not sure it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're getting our picture taken by Chris Boyer. He's he's he wants to be part of the action wave. <laughs> so Warren, I didn't know you were coming. Well, uh, last minute. Um, okay. You know, hard to fit it in. So how many Shushmans have you been to? Do you know? Oh, I have no idea. A lot? No, probably not. Haven't no? been for a while, so it's kind of a return. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably better than the return of the Jedi return. Well, of the, you know. I was reading a blog post on Star Wars. I've never gone that deep into it, but... <laughs> There's a lot of passion. Are you a Star Wars fan, Emily? Uh, yes. I would not claim to be a tremendous fan, right. but I, I, I've seen all of the films, at least the ones that count. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Now, here's a good question for you, okay. Chris. How is hospital marketing like Star Wars? Um, is there an answer? Uh, not in my... I, I thought it was just a great opening. <laughs> how is it, to, how know, is it like... It plays money? to Chris Bevelo's you know, strengths, that question. Oh, man. Well, I'm trying That's to decide a, if I want to go with the good Star Wars or the bad Star Wars, right? Yeah, and are we part of the Rebel Alliance That's or are we right. on the Death Star? So who is Could the Empire? Like Clone Wars, you know. <laughs> right. Obamacare is like Clone Wars, just you know, the worst That's of the worst. That's true, yeah. yes. It could be. Or the Death Star is uh, CMS. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Of course, I, you healthcare, stumped me. Healthcare always has a lot of technology in it. So that's true. That's good. Are there so Jedi's in healthcare? The doctors are they the Jedi's? Probably so. At least Who are they, the Sith? At least they think they are. The Sith are the negative. The bad Jedi. It. It is the <laughs> Sith. Wow. Are you sure not the Ewoks? Yeah. Oh, who are the Ewoks? Are the patients maybe, or the? Oh, they're I don't know cute. Who they are. They're the, probably the pediatric uh, <laughs> hospitals. Yes, that could be. That's true. Because yeah, everybody likes them on Facebook. I mean, if you're trying to compete with uh, yes, their number I know. of followers and stuff, you're just out of luck. Well, because they, for every one person, there's usually four or five people in a family, and they'll all like it, and it's they get that multiple. And so, what's the what is the here's trivia? What's the planet name that the Ewoks are from? Endor. Endor. Shocking that Chris Boyer got that. <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. I thought that was the hang loose symbol for uh, Hawaii there. No, this is like... That's is that what they the say on Endor? They make the... You can't... Nobody can see what we're doing. They're doing this. It's very unfortunate they we don't have a camera have here. I don't think they have thumbs, yeah. They don't have thumbs. Ewoks don't have thumbs? I don't, I don't think so. How did they get it so evolved without a uh, posable, you know, thumb? Uh, that's a good question. They defied evolution. Ewoks well, are a and mistake. That's, that's sort of how you know hospitals and healthcare are gonna. They're gonna have Warren, to you're doing great. <laughs> bring it back. He let us run wild for a little bit. He's like, no, you're coming back. Yeah. No, that's really yeah. good. I'm gonna have to think on that, Emily. That's a challenge to you too. How is healthcare like Star Wars? How is healthcare like Star I, Wars? I, you I can send a new blog post. You yeah, that's it. what I'm you saying. It. it should be a blog post. Later tonight, I'll work on that. Yeah. So, Warren, you here till Wednesday. Yes. Are you speaking? Absolutely. No, absolutely oh. not. 
So you're just checking just it out? hanging out. Would you like to come to our Branding at the Bar event? Oh, that sounds interesting. It will, it's more than interesting. <laughs> First of all, it's trivia-based. So we have oh, a big old trivia boy, that's game. Scary. This is Monday night. Is Chris playing the trivia game? Chris Boyer. Yes, but he doesn't get the win because he's already won once. Oh, okay. That's and if good. you're a previous that's winner, you get the win that again. That was going to scare me off. No, he, he, he's tried many times. How many times did you try before you won? 10, 20, a lot. A lot. We finally just took pity on him and just said, let's check his answers right. <laughs> no, he actually legitimately won. Was it last year? Yeah. Yes, he won last year. So, drinks, food, trivia, and it's right off the lobby. So you should great. come on. And it's, it's just a great commercial there for your event, but tell me who's listening to this podcast right now? I don't know. That's a good question. It's is streaming going live. going out to the Ethernet? It is. It's going out to the Ethernet right now. At just think interval, your bread onto the water and seeing what returns. Yes, exactly. thinkinterval.com/live. But if wow. I'm saying that to the people on live, they don't need to know that. So that was a cyclical, it, redundant, oxymoron statement. Yeah, but it does show that you have an understanding of short URLs and the importance to really this is true. Drive right. someone deep this is into true. a complex website. It was thinkinterval.com/slash/arrogant-healthcare-marketing-bastards recording live at Shushman 13, but. <laughs> Adam suggested maybe something shorter. Yeah. I'll give Adam yeah. credit for that. Props to that, Adam. Look at thinking. What's the QR code? Oh, it's not 2008, Boyer. <laughs> <laughs> Though, we have QR codes on our... Yeah, my, they don't work, though. You have to go get it reprinted, because yeah, if they print yeah. it wrong, it cuts it's off the little square. Yeah, the yeah. woman at the door is very... So uh, I did hear that there's a uh, QR code um, session coming up. I don't know if that's... Um, that was today, or that's a future. That's it. A QR whole code. Hour on QR well, codes? I don't know. It said QR. Are QR codes dead or something? Um, yes. <laughs> yes. You yes. have the remaining fifty-five minutes to enjoy <laughs> the sunshine. Now, now I want to tell you, Chris. Um, maybe you don't know, but we actually had an innovative use uh, for QR codes at Mid Michigan Health. That yeah, you might I think you talked about it, but tell the story again. Yeah. Very um, good success, right? Well, I don't know if it's a success, but it's a, a practical use of QR codes that actually makes sense. Okay. Because what you've seen, of course, is a lot of people just slap them onto their yeah. magazine ads, newspaper ads, or, or whatever. But um, what we did is um, we uh, created some mobile maps on our website, mobile-friendly maps. And then we linked the QR codes on those and posted those on um, our internal signage around oh, yeah, the yeah, hospital. Yeah. So uh, if you're uh, want, walking into you know, a hospital, which is a complex uh, organization, uh, you can uh, scan that code right off of one of the internal signage um, displays. And there you have it. You can walk around the hospital and nice. hopefully find, uh, find your way around a little better. That's that, great. Do you track? Do you, are you able to measure like how many people? You know, we, we have not done that yet. Yeah. But, uh, you know, theoretically, yeah. we should be able to do that. Well, that's great. So, Have you guys heard about VR codes? The, uh-oh, what's that? No. VR codes are supposedly what's coming next. I was reading an article about them on the flight over here, and apparently it's a way to essentially get the same sort of encoding that a, a camera, a smartphone could read, oh. but in a non-intrusive way. So it's sort of in the background pattern of an image that you could put on a television or a TV commercial so that you don't have these, you know, gnarly squares that you're now planning for on your ad space. I'm not totally sure how that would work in print, but it's a really interesting concept of what what would it mean if that information, essentially if the machines were talking behind your back to communicate that information. Let me ask you this. If it's so embedded and unseen, how do you know it's there to use? Maybe you just start a, a cultural assumption that if you take a picture of any ad you see, 
then it's your phone should be smart enough to know what that ad is and take you to a relevant website. So, course, so that, that kind of puts the onus on communicators to find ways to let people know that they well, should be. Sure. Maybe your Google Glass will be able to just pick it up there automatically. There you go. Right? True, Are you wearing that right now, Chris? Right. Google, Google Glasses. <laughs> but, they're, actually, they're actually my Bing Glasses. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but so think now about, these think would about be the on educa- TV commercials? Or? Yeah. I mean, if I understand it correctly, right now it's being incorporated into into video media. Um, and, okay, and they're looking in, in, in television commercials and, and spaces like that. This is a product that came out of, I think, MIT Media Lab that they've been working on um, oh. but uh, but think about the education that had to get done around QR codes as well right I mean it's not as though we're living in a world where people aren't used to trying to find uh, adapt to new technologies uh, adapt to new new applications on their phone and so forth I mean I think that the the, the barrier to entry for some of these new technological sure. ideas is just getting lower and lower um, all the time. So, so, speaking of that, do you guys do you guys ever use Shazam when you see that on a TV ad? Yes. Do I, you? Well, I don't use it on the TV ad. I use it in, in, in like restaurants or something if I hear a song oh, come on. So, I do no. use Shazam on its own, but you, you they can have use it for ads? They, yeah. Some TV ads will say wow. Shazam, play Shazam, and then and then it, it's just basically like a QR code for TV. Huh. So, instead of using a scan, it uses the sound. This is the audio. And it That's connects you to a website. I'm trying to think like, how yeah. I'm trying to think how long it would take me to pull out my phone, tap in the extremely long yeah. code that the health system requires me to have on my phone, <laughs> launch the app, load up the app, hit record, and then the commercial's over? Yeah, Shazam's up there for about three seconds, so that's how much time you have. Yeah, but the, but the whole load process is... No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's so not I'd, enough time. I, I Even if you don't go it, through all that. But of yeah. course, you know, nowadays everyone has a second screen. They're sitting in front of the this is true. video. They already have that... Uh, that's that, a good point. you can ask people to pause on. ads on their... I like to go through my ads. I don't want to pause. Yeah, that's before. another well, good point. This must yes, be, you know, that's true. You, you, they probably innovate it, on this. Embedding it within the content, though. Like within the television programs. That would be interesting. Well, I mean, oh, product placement's yeah. been doing that for years. So yes, like yes. in the Breaking Bad finale, which is tonight. Shh, don't say anything <laughs> about it. Are you guys breaking? Fa- I already asked you, right? I, I haven't. Have I. I haven't started yet, but my no husband spoilers. is at a no bar spoilers. right now watching it. I, I have oh. strict instructions not to disturb him. See, and the, they don't have it. I'm such a huge fan. Robert is too, and they don't have it in the hotel. Oh. And so oh, now wow. we have to avoid the internet starting at 9:01 tonight. Well, actually, it's 75 minutes long. Yeah. We were going to shut down the podcast for Breaking Bad to get there and yeah. no AMC. AMC kind of evolved. They start with a second screen concept where you're watching the show. Remember with Walking Dead? Did you yes. ever watch the second mm-hmm. screen? I don't like it that. Had, it had additional elements that you can watch and particularly things that go through the commercial spaces. So while you're while the commercials are on, it's actually drawing you to other content. Hmm. And they're embedding commercials into the second, con- second screen. There content. you go. Another place to sell commercials. Yes. Now, have you seen uh, Spurlock's uh, The Greatest Movie Ever Sold? Old. I have not. He's got. It's kind of a funny, uh, you know, documentary. But he's got kind of a little uh, funny spot in there where he talks about uh, all these product placements that you see in the movie. Uh. And um, kind of your idea there, embedding uh, little cues right in there. You know, you see the Pepsi can scan the scan the TV and. And mm-hmm. who knows what you get? Yeah, you chance to win. It's hard, though, to get some of these uh, production companies, if you really want them to embed, especially for healthcare, in there. It's, it's, it can be tricky. You, you really, it's, a, it's really a dance with the devil if you want to do it. So, for it example, um, so I, I was at Lenox Hill Hospital before we got taken over by North Shore LIJ. And Lenox Hill is famous. <laughs> 
for uh, having very uh, famous people deliver their babies there. Right. right. Beyonce had her baby. Oh there. yes, yes, yes. They Sarah had a whole Justin. wing built apparently for uh, her. Well, for we had the whole wing built, and then she came and yes, she had her baby yes. there. But <laughs> that's not the way it came out. That's yeah, right, no, no, no I'm, I'm real clear about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I was sitting right next to the PR folks who had to handle that one. Yeah. But Sarah Jessica Parker had her baby there as well, and so when the Sex in the City movie came out, we thought, what a great partnership. When the character is going to go deliver her baby, we fought so hard, you know, bending over backwards for production crews to get the line in there to say, take me to Lenox Hill Hospital. And that's where the cab driver takes to get the, the character in the film to deliver the baby. But, you know, it's tricky. They're demanding. And, and you know. But it's, you got it, it? We did. We got it. The, the wow. tiny little line. And then you have to hope it doesn't get cut. See, and we, we talked about this in a podcast like a year or two ago about two hospitals that were in Teen Mom. Mm-hmm. The MTV reality show, right? And and I was like, first of all, they had to have given permission to use the hospital. And there was two different situations. One of them was um, they had to do this really invasive procedure on a baby, and they showed a lot. They showed the doctors and nurses holding the baby down, intubating the da- baby. And I thought, Oof. this is this really, I'm sure, strong healthcare. But most people are just turned off by that, and now your name is associated with that. But they like watching Breaking Bad. What? You lost me. <laughs> is this another like Star Wars healthcare? He just he just mind melded. He you. did. He did. He just <laughs> blew my mind. No, I, I'm jumping from what people like to watch. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, know, yeah. You, you right. claim that the healthcare is all ugly, but boy, well, the stuff people watch is a little questionable. That's true, but and it also really is a different thing when you're getting in with a reality television show yes, company yes. as opposed to when you're getting in with. Um, uh, you know, a, a major motion picture. Which is, yeah, you could control that. It's not, you yep. know. Yeah, you can't predict the outcomes when it's reality Unless, TV. like, what if the plot had turned against, and you didn't know it, and, and she went to Lennox Hill and lost the baby? Right. Well, I mean, and that's, you didn't so realize that's the other that thing. The like, so, so part of what we, we also were doing was reviewing scripts if people wanted right. to come in right. and film. What's the context around which you're going yes. to use yes. the hospital's name? And then with reality shows, the, the other tricky part is for as much publicity as it can be, you got to remember, what are the people like who get reality TV that's shows? Right. That's right. <laughs> about them do you want to be on the receiving end of their drama quote unquote payer mix issues (laughs) (laughs) so these are some of the same questions that are in uh, Spurlock's uh, greatest movie ever oh yeah so yeah is that new crossover no I think it's been out for a while yeah it is on Netflix Netflix I love his stuff I stopped eating at McDonald's after Super Size Me same same director yeah yeah yeah. he has a TV show too oh does he he also, I just watched um, The Other F Word, which is a documentary that he was either producing or, or, or directing on, which is about uh, punk rockers who grew up and became fathers. And they're sort of look back oh. at what at, that has I've meant to their that. life. Yeah. It was, it was good? great. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. It was really interesting. Uh, this I whole notion of what it means to actually, again, have to pay for health care and have insurance and raise a kid on a, on a rocker's budget. And, you know, all of these... Uh, your DIY sort of you know screw the system type folks now right. trying to turn what was this punk rock ethos into a business that can sustain it and provide healthcare and provide coverage and provide a steady income for for their families. Wow. How is healthcare like the Sex Pistols? <laughs> kind of we'll let Chris Boyer come back and answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think Warren's signing off. Thanks for joining us, Warren. See you, Warren. Hey, come on over and say hi. Come on over. Emily, how's it going? Hey, Christian. How are you? Oh, we've got, we've got right. people I don't know and Jody's Busa. Do you know these folks? We do. Oh, you work with them? 
Uh, we do. Oh, well, why don't you introduce them? Oh, introduce yourselves. Chris we're we're streaming nice live. Christian, how's it going? Christian Twist with Blue Spire. Oh, Christian, hi, how are you? How's it going? I'm we Christian. had uh, Paul from Blue Spire oh, you did? here earlier. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. Introduce yourself. This is going out live on the internet right now. Oh, is it? I'm, I'm Christian Twist from Blue Spire Strategic Marketing. Are Thank you, you out of Minneapolis today? or Boston? I'm in Montvale. Okay. Montvale, cool. New Jersey, very close to our friends over oh, at sure, North Shore sure, LIJ. Sure. Nice. Yeah, and they helped us do the Lenox Hill site first, and now they're helping North Shore uh, LIJ with a couple of their products. Nice. So, yeah, nice. And I know folks time. I know folks from Blue Spire in Minneapolis. Yes. Um, Brian Bierbaum. Yep. And Kimberly Morgan. Yes. And Ryan should be um, wandering around here somewhere. Kimberly, I don't think it's here, though. Kimberly's here. Oh, Kimberly is oh, here. Oh, is Kimberly here? Yes. Wow. Kimberly was a client way back in the day. That's like right. She was she five was years ago. The, uh, yeah. The hospital side. Now yes. she's on the dark side. Now she's <laughs> on the dark side. Yes. They Eventually, everybody the ends up there. Side. Yes. yes. <laughs> totally. Speaking of the switch between the hospital side and the dark side, we ran into another client, of, a former client of ours, that made the switch at an event, uh, New Memorial Hospital. We were at an event. I said, how do you like it on the agency side? He said, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm used to just telling people what to do. He's like, now all now of a I sudden, gotta I got to convince yeah. them. Yeah. I got to convince them what to do, and I got to do it. Yes, wow. it is that. It is that. A lot of that. <laughs> a lot of convincing going yes, on. Yes, a lot of convincing. Yeah, we try not to be too harsh on our vendors because we know what no. we put them through. <laughs> Someday you'll be on their side. You have to take remember that back, that. Emily. I'm pretty harsh on our vendors. <laughs> Chris Boyer, holy cow, he is harsh. Now, Chris, did you speak today, or is I your? I did. Yes. What, did you, what was your topic today? My topic this morning was on scorecards and dashboards. Three gripping hours. <laughs> yeah. How you could create your scorecard or your dashboard for your organization. So, did you define the difference between so, a scorecard and yes. a dashboard? Do you know what the difference is? Do you have like dash cards and scoreboards? There is a scoreboard too, but um, really, you know, there is a scoreboard. But do you know the difference? A scorecard is like, a, if you think about the green right, light, yes. red light, yellow light, where you're actually tracking performance against specific goals. Right. Uh, a dashboard is actually where you're using a variety of data to tell a story about a strategic goal and how, and, and spark a dialogue to help to, uh, to ensure that wow. you're, you're working Wow, I didn't know it. there was such a distinct and difference. And a scoreboard is like a cross between the two. So what's a dash card? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do at, uh, at I don't know. Oh, subway. Oh. So would you say it was as gripping as the continuing resolution debate in Congress? More so, less so. Oh, anything that involves me is even more so gripping <laughs> than Congress. But you know, I I didn't spend twenty one hours. It was just three hours. <laughs> this is true. So it was the and I did quote Dr. Seuss only twice. <laughs> I do not like your scorecard in a box. <laughs> right? Isn't that what he did? Didn't he do... He did uh, that. The, the cold opening of Saturday Night Live last night had a takeoff on that. I heard of that. I didn't Very funny. see it. And they had um, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad on who played... He was in character talking about healthcare, nice. About how he had this friend who had cancer and couldn't get the right health insurance. So he did what any one of us would do and went out and started cooking meth. He's talking about the main character in Breaking nice. Bad. I don't know if you don't watch it, it doesn't make any sense, but it was funny. They'll be talking about it on the floor of the Senate tomorrow. Yes, yes. We don't yes. need citizens baking meth to get yes. health care. <laughs> right. Yeah, they have only one more day to overturn it, don't they? October 1st is when it all shuts down. That's Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yes. So one more day. One day. Yeah. It's shutting. She's shutting down. You shutting think down. so? I, I don't know. I, I think, think so. Come, 
Why can't they extend it for like a week? I don't. I mean, basically, they're only extending it for three months anyway. It's That's not like right. this is like this ten-year budget plan <laughs> negotiating. It's, it's this this age-old way that politicians do. Yes. They just kick the can down the curb. It's amazing. Very similar to healthcare marketers. Oh wow! <laughs> Bring nice. Bring it back. I Warren the Johnson. Circle of life. <laughs> Warren threw me. He threw me with that. How is healthcare marketing like Star Wars? Like, ah. <laughs> the first three ones were okay, and the second three. Sucked. I mean, that doesn't apply to healthcare <laughs> yeah. marketing. I don't the first three campaigns are good, but the second, the uh, first three, I don't know. Anyway, so there we go. So, still broadcasting out to your. Uh, how, how many people out there are listening? Get what to call in today. Well, we don't even have a call in. We're five thousand oh. dollars short of our goal. We're supposed to be tweeting. I did tweet. Oh, I sent out some pictures. Did you? I did. Yeah. I uh, tweeted out. I kind of said, "Come by, stop by the booth for all those people following along online or even on Twitter." Yeah, I I should I should tweet something. You should tweet. What now? This is this makes for gripping radio here. <laughs> I know. Chris well, well, you guys can tweeting. talk while I tweet. That's why okay. there's other chairs that I the always table, talk my while friend. you tweet. And since he's discussing that's a, that's a whole his other tweet, story. all that's of our lucky worse. listeners will get to have a preview of what the tweet is. So, what are you going to talk about while I tweet? Well, one thing that we could talk about is that uh, go back to Joe Flowers, which you guys didn't see because no, you were I down know. here. Yeah. But uh, one of the things that he brought up in at the end, towards the end of his presentation, he had a. Did you see it upstairs? He had the video of some doctors using some technology uh, that they adapt their smartphone or their mobile phone so they could do EKGs, they could test uh, diabetes, uh, blood sugar, they could do on, on you know real time blood sugar. And he, his point, Joe Flowers' point, was that that this technology is pretty much inexpensive to do um, and it allows for a tighter connection between the physician and the care and, and the patient which a lot of doctors are afraid of with technology that it might distance them this actually brought them together because it had that, that kind of consistency and you know to me it was really fascinating because I think that as we look at where I mean we talked earlier about QR codes and all this other stuff but I mean what is th- this phone that Bevelo's playing on and the phone that I play on these are all ways that we connect with us. I could, don't go anywhere without my phone. You know, I, when I leave, leave, leave home, there have been sometimes I get to work and I forgot my, my wallet at home, but I don't go back and get it. But if I left my cell phone at home, I would go, go back, back and, and get, get it. it. Wouldn't yeah. you? Very true. Oh, yes, Very yes, true. yes, yes, yes. I mean, it's, um, this is becoming... I'm actually doing a rapid-fire session on that tomorrow. Are you? We're doing mobile examples in healthcare. So and, let's talk you know, about that. What are you doing? It's top 10 mobile examples in healthcare. Okay. And uh, I think one of the things we focused on was the idea that mobile users are either bored, busy, or lost. And another attitude you can get from that is that people are addicted to these phones in any event. You can use that to affect real change in people's health care. So we're not just talking about hospital websites. We have examples that Noom weight loss app, the Fitbit connection, and how if someone's going to be addicted to checking their phone, they might as well be addicted to checking their phone to monitor their weight or aspects that are good. But I think that segues into what you're talking about for doctors. People love using these devices. If they can connect with their doctors on them, they're going to be much more likely to be engaged with their physicians. But let me, let's talk about that, Christian, because you know people do get addicted, and there's a, a certain joy receptacle that goes off in them in, in their mm-hmm. mind when they're like, "Oh, I got an email." You know, that's really where it comes from. Yep. Or I got a tweet. But I mean, if you start negative reinforcing them, you know, get on the treadmill, 
put down that cigarette. Right, right, right. Do you right. think it's really that people are going to react to that? Well, I think what the, what, what the apps that we highlighted focus on are positive reinforcements. Like there's a daily health challenge. There's different oh. things that make it more positive. So I think you're right if someone is innately lazy and not going to enact change enact change in their lives it's probably not going to help them but if someone is looking to lose weight right knowing that there's some daily challenge out there for them to participate in or knowing that they can monitor it in in real time will give them something to do and one of the things that like the fitbit app does is it's one of the fitbits a wrist the wristband yeah, yeah. thing i have one it, it, you have one it connects with the microsoft health vault and has its own app but it monitors your sleeping patterns and stuff so it's constantly giving you something to check and by constantly giving you something to check, hopefully it could positively reinforce your behavior. Instead of your Twitter feed, you're checking your yeah. biorhythms. Yes. I'm still checking my Twitter feed. <laughs> I'm stuck. You're stuck. I'm stuck. But I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about having a, a device monitor me at night. It's pretty scary. I went through a sleep study, and yeah. I had you know all the electrodes oh, and stuff. Oh, you did that. I you did that. Yeah, and that was pretty creepy. It, and um, but you know to have like my own phone know more about me when I'm sleeping than I do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I rely on it to wake up in the morning, and it's the first thing I check when I get yep. up in the morning, and it's the last thing I check before I go to bed. But it's pretty scary. It is pretty scary what these devices know about you. You know, yeah. the iPhone has the fingerprint reader that yeah. was hacked in like 48 hours after launch, and it's like, and you hear the NSA is spying on these things. So You're one of those phones, right? Who is? Do you know this now, person? Yes, I do. This is Catherine Zimmerman, who's with North Shore LIJ as well. Well, why don't you? You've been standing there patiently director. forever, in, like Catherine. for forty-five here. minutes. Sit down for a second. Be part of the. Conversation. Oh, come on! Sit down and introduce yourself. You see how it's gone? Yeah. You got to talk really close. Don't so mind like Chris down. was spinning all over it. Just wipe that off. <laughs> You're all looking up for you. Nice. Okay, so <laughs> lean in and Jackie say who you are. Bit. Hi, Jackie, I'm Catherine Zimmerman, and I work in clinical marketing at North Shore LIJ. Thank you. You've been you've been very patiently waiting. To, for somebody to give you a seat. It's been it's been interesting. I I just feel like I'm relatively new to the industry and I'm just observing and learning. Oh, so that's actually very helpful to be new to the industry. Yes, yes it is good. Tell us what you learned being new to the industry. <laughs> well, it's in flux. You yeah. can use the F bomb. <laughs> You can use the F word. You can. The you flux. can use the F word. Flux. Yeah, that's wow. The word I that's, that's the one I meant. Yes, Holy fluxing <laughs> crap. This seems a very um, unorthodox podcast. Yes, it is. Unorthodox. Thank you. Good. You're welcome. And you are, we have somebody else join us. I am Jackie Sigelski from Blue Spire Strategic Marketing. Jackie? Yes. Oh, have you met our Jackie? I have not. Oh, well, you guys will have to meet. She has a great meet. name. She does. <laughs> so, how did, so is this your first Shushmid for both of you guys? Yes, it is. Is this your first Shushmid? No. This no. is my, I want to say, fifth or sixth. Oh, wow. Yes. So, some kind of button. For that. You do, a badge, like a I feel pin. Like you get a patch after a certain You should. Of you should. Yeah. <laughs> Varsity jacket. Nice. So, how's the first one going? We'll start with you. I don't think I've ever been to a convention or a conference that's been so engaging and educational. I think it's off to a really promising start. Well, that's good. Are you staying all the way through till Wednesday? Yes. Oh, wow. Marketing analytics, Wednesday. Uh-huh. How could you not stay around for that close? Marketing all analytics. All the data geeks got to stay. Yes. And how about you? So fifth or sixth time? Fifth and sixth time. Yeah. Mostly so, as an exhibitor, but attending yeah. some sessions where I can. And did, you, did, did either of you take in a workshop today? No, unfortunately, I did not get in until later this afternoon, uh, but have a couple on the calendar for tomorrow. I see. And did you get one? I didn't. No. And I heard Chris spoke. He did a three-hour workshop. Those are um, very, very valuable. So if you ever get a chance, you should go to those because it's 
the, I mean, the, the breakout sessions are great, but the workshop, you really dig in and get a lot of good stuff. If it's a good workshop. Otherwise, you're stuck in three hours of hell. So don't <laughs> don't let that happen because it, it can happen. Be selective in the workshops. Huh? Yes, yes. It's kind of hard to know ahead of time. It helps if you know some of the speakers mm-hmm. and you know they're good. Like Chris mm-hmm. is a great speaker. So so now I'm going to ask you two. Are you Breaking Bad fans? Don't spoil it for me. I'm four episodes behind and I'm, oh. terrified. I'm terrified someone's going to ruin it. Yeah, I know. On town tonight, you know. It's terrible. And, and yes, no? No, unfortunately I'm not. It's on my list. i got to dedicate, I feel like, a weekend or a whole week to, yes. uh, to start from the beginning and, and watch it straight through. It oh, took me two weeks. I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. took me a couple months, but I got through all of them up until this season yeah. on Netflix or wherever. You can so get are it. you current? I am. Oh, and so what sucks is that the, the hotel does not have AMC on its TV. We were going to stop this. In fact, it starts in... 12 minutes and we were going to cut this off and go watch it but now but now we have to like ignore the internet until tomorrow we can download it on iTunes I don't think the Bears fans are really going to be like leaking it all over the streets because everyone's a little ardent here there's a lot of passion in Chicago yes there is there is (laughs) though it's kind of muted today oh wait is that a new phone it is oh hold it up so we can see it why your fingerprint doesn't work anymore It, it does but if you don't get it just the right way and then it defaults into the the key code oh and you don't know your key code I, well that I know oh but I mean in terms of my thumbprint I guess it can sort of change given on the day oh yeah, yeah. really I don't know I Maybe didn't know that about thumbprints isn't that I, call into question like a lot of criminal <laughs> convictions so, well maybe aren't they always in question well that's true <laughs> pretty soon it'll be DNA you'll just spit on your phone and it'll know it's you no mm-hmm. I'm not sure how sanitary that would be but you know happens <laughs> there's a picture who are you taking a picture of oh, oh. can you please stop taking your pictures <laughs> oh is he creeping you out he does that to everybody hashtag shushmed yes <laughs> that's right Chris Boyer always creeps people out by taking pictures group me did you invite her to group me oh I apologize in advance for anything you see on there yeah it's it's uh, it's not a pretty sight so, so I had a great idea for your show. What's that? I think that you should be on NPR. On NPR? I do. For healthcare marketing? I, th- I think so. Really? Yeah. So why do you say that? Because I think Minneapolis has really good public they radio. They do. They do. They have some of the best. I think you're part Freakonomics, and I think you're part car talk. And it kind of applies to all. That's At true. At the very least, you can get on car talk or on Freakonomics. Well, I, I have thought about going on the radio before. What about you? Because it, it applies to everybody. It may not be the sexiest topic, but it affects absolutely well, everyone. Well, the healthcare marketing part doesn't, but if there's a way to turn it into like consumerism, healthcare and consumerism, then, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it's an educational piece. Yeah. Right? At the same, sure. I mean, you're really educating two groups. I think you should send a letter to NPR I will and say that. that you heard us from New York <laughs> and this was your thought. And then they'll go, wow, look at the reach of this guy. Right? I'd be happy to do that. Would you do that? That'd be great. I absolutely would. We could start we could start a little Shismed campaign while we're here. A little we'll start a little Petition. like yeah. A little ground movement. We could have with Chris Bohr, you guys could come on and be guests on that. I think it's a widely relevant idea. It's funny that there's nothing like that. You know, there's real estate and there's car talk this and is what I do, Chris. Mm-hmm. What? Just I, start I things like that? Wow. Okay. I like it too. 
might have to change your name. Why? What are you trying to say? Are you anti-Italian? No. I think it's... Oh, that? Yes. Maybe. NPR might not have the B word in there. They're the car talk guys. But they don't, they're not the car talk bastards. They may be. They They kind of are bastards, but they... (laughs) Yeah. They just don't call themselves that. Well, maybe. NPR go for that name? I think they might. They might. Just, just they edgy need to enough. Be edgy enough. I was yeah. gonna say. Oh just wow. Maybe, maybe, you know? maybe uh, do satellite, TV, satellite radio. Uh, they take it. Oh, oh, they would. Be yeah. On right Howard after Howard. Stern. Yeah. 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 yeah great. Our segment in Howard Stern. It'd be the oh, world's largest drop off from one show to the other in, in audience <laughs> listenership. The Howard Stern audience to the healthcare marketing audience would be a really would be a cliff of unprecedented proportions. I think that I, if you did a Venn diagram, I think this Do you think so? I think so. Wow. We have somebody in our office that's a huge uh, Howard Stern fan. Yeah, oh, I like Howard Stern. Yep. Every morning? No? I didn't realize. I figured his contract would have expired by now. No, I think it's forever. Yeah. Because they're paying him like a billion dollars. Yeah, they're paying him a lot of money. You got nothing I to say? I figured when he, when he started doing the uh, America's Got Talent that he was probably done with his shock jock, but I guess not. He was on that? He's under the judges. Judge? Yeah. I think, yeah. Not that's to watch it. Was, was he? I, was he? I, haven't seen I it. thought he was from the one show I saw. It's a little hacky. You Come too. on, Chris. It's all right. He's a, it's okay, I watch it every week. <laughs> <laughs> Ameri- well, you so, get inspiration. It's fine. So if, you, no if you're not caught up on Breaking Bad, what are you caught up on? Are you? Uh, what's your favorite show? Lately, I've been catching up on Revenge, I have to say. Oh, I've heard good things about that. Mm-hmm. New season starting. Okay. So, uh, I've dedicated a, a couple weekends now to that, getting caught up on Netflix. So you don't watch anything from the beginning on TV? Is that just not... Um, I, I do, but uh, I'm a Dancing with the Stars fan. I'll oh, admit okay, it. okay. It's my, my guilty pleasure, but uh, you know, it's it's hard to get wrapped into a series and commit to something. It like, is. That's you know? true. Do you have a DVR? I do have a DVR because that's you can't do it without that. Yes, on demand as well. So it's uh, you know, I I'm old enough to know when there weren't DVRs, <laughs> and that stunk. I had my son is 15. When The Sopranos were live, he was two. And so literally it was chaos trying to get him to bed before 8 o'clock mm-hmm. on a Sunday night so I could watch The Sopranos. It was bad. The VCR. Yeah. And then but overtape it because you programmed yeah, it the wrong way. No, yeah, yeah, I just didn't want to do all, that. Yeah. So DVR has changed my life. Well, I used to not watch TV because I would get so mad when I missed them. Yes, yep. I know. And now you find yourself actually watching <laughs> right. shows. Well, the shows are really good now. Yes. They call it the golden age of television. But yep. aside from that... You find like you can actually get into a show. Because previously, who who is home? Sunday night's the one night where most people are normally right, home, but right. The rest of the week, I mean, who knows what's going on? Right. Right. right, But now it's swinging back. We were talking about this earlier. So used to watch, n- never watch anything when it was actually on. But now you can't do that with like a Breaking Bad or probably even a Revenge or any popular show because the spoilers are going to be everywhere. You're mm-hmm. gonna, it's bad. Right. Netflix has some kind of app. Have you guys heard about this? So they have an app that they just started. They just are allowing it to work for Breaking Bad for this show, but it applies to any any Netflix show, I think, and it blacks out whatever show it is. So your Twitter feed comes through this app, and if it's, any tweet is related to the show, it blacks out that tweet. Huh. That I, I can't believe it actually works. I wouldn't trust it. Because yeah. it, it would work until, like, it get, like well, one didn't. My solution didn't. is just to live like a hermit, not I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what it's going to have to be for the next 15 hours. <laughs> right? I mean, well, we're all like... The finale tonight, right? I know. Yeah. 
We're trying to tweet now and bring it into their speech tomorrow. Yeah. Their presentation. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not leaving my hotel room until I watch it. I'm going to download on <laughs> iTunes and watch it before breakfast. It's very sad, but yeah, it has to happen. So, what else are you guys doing tonight? You doing anything fun tonight? Just going to get some Just dinner. Yeah, a bunch of colleagues. Yeah. Well, cool. How about you guys? We're not sure yet. No. We're going to eat something somewhere, but other than that, I don't know. I will. <laughs> what? Eat? Are we still recording? Well, good. <laughs> Just checking. So Jackie's like, no, it cut out about an hour ago, but I didn't want to tell you guys. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, keep it going. Keep it looks going. like it's wrapping up. Yeah, it's almost eight. It's supposed to yeah. Eight. Oh, does it end at eight? Yep. yep. Wow, time flies when you're podcasting. Yeah. yeah, we were having a good time. It's good. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks Thank for stopping. Good great. to meet you, you guys, Thank and good to meet much. you too. We'll see you around the rest of the conference. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be sure. here. Right. And good luck. Hope you get a lot of listeners. Uh, who knows? We'll see. <laughs> We'll we've got your we've button got, and we'll work on your program. Yes, you that would be great. Now look, here's somebody else. See, they just keep coming. Introduce yourself, Phil. Introduce yourself to our guests. <laughs> oh, look, you just scattered them all. They all ran. I didn't mean to bite, guys. <laughs> Take care. I'm good, sir. Do you want to join us for the last like five minutes? Sure. Phil was scary. What's that? Very good. Catherine, thank you. Awesome. Are you are you coming out with us? Good. This is professional. It is. We're live, yeah, by the I mean, way. You're oh, on the internet right excellent. now. Excellent. Hi, live. everyone on the internet. Would you introduce I'm, yourself? I'm Philip Giuliano from Brand Active. What's your role there? I'm a partner with the company, business development, client relations. What's your favorite color? I, I would say it depends on my mood. It's like my eyes, which are, no. which are hazel. No, that's lame. And you can't say that. No, Look at this guy. Commit. No. Commit. When, when I'm in love, it's green, Dude. man. Dude. When I'm angry, it's brown. Squishy. That's, that's really squishy. Brown or blue. It's, it's right. hard. Are yeah. you a Breaking Bad fan? I am. A, I am probably the biggest Breaking Bad. Dude, oh, get in I've line. What are you talking about? I have converted more people to Breaking Bad than you. What are you doing you? tonight? What are you doing in one minute? Oh, what are we going to do? I don't know. We're screwed. It's, it's T-Vote on my home. That's all I know. Well, I'm going to have to get on iTunes tomorrow. You but we, you can't you look at the internet tonight. Well, our, that's true. No actually. Twitter, I, no Facebook. See, but no I, don't do, I don't do that anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're you're right. I'm that's why you're old school. Yeah, I'm one you of those. Old yeah, I have no Facebook, man. He's got one of those phones no that flips Facebook. open. Have you seen those? Remember no, those? no. I still, young I still text by pressing the eight button three times to get to a V. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Blackberry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's great. How's this been? Great. Really good. Nonstop. Nonsense and skullduggery. Well, Jackie's got something to say over there. What do you got to say? What's what your you have, your you face a, is saying something yeah. different. You have Jackie's a scowl. Eight o'clock. Let's go get yeah. some. I mean, it's going well. <laughs> it is. Are you ready to go out and relax for a change? Jackie's been busting her ass all day getting this ready. I should have brought. Bless your heart, serious. Jackie. Yeah. Bless your That's heart. That's what she said. We were, oh, oh wow! Okay. Wow! With a bang. We were, oh, we were sitting by a fire. It's about time we went for two hours without yes, one of those. That was, that was I'm first. gonna turn off live stream. <laughs> we were sitting by a fire pit for two hours. So yeah. Oh man, worst worst things have happened. It was great. Oh, was it? Good? Yeah. No, we had we had really really good turnout. Oh, so. that's good. Yeah, Sorry no, we couldn't make awesome. it. No, hey, it's all good. I mean, you know. Yeah, do what you gotta do. You want me, people? I mean, no, I don't know. We're just here, man. We gotta do this. We got our gig here. You have chores and responsibilities. Yes, we do. You have a great banner. You have good microphones. I just kind of want to sing into these. Like these are. We'll sing. What are you gonna so sing for us? I'm in the mood for love. Simply because you're near me. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's in a loving kind of mood. He is. 
His eyes are changing color as we speak. Yeah, yeah. Green is love. Green is love? What's blue? Anger. Anger. No, <laughs> anger is brown, like deep, rich brown. Is it? Yeah. I don't know what blue is. I've never seen that. Blue Green. is curiosity. Wow, well, I am What's curious, this? Chris, of what is going what on. What is this? Like, what does a marketing maven like yourself a maven. do? Well, yeah, I mean, you can be a maven. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to do that. But you know what? It's good to have a camera on that one. Jackie just took a ride on the chair. All right, what do you got to say? What's the thing? This is not from the conference, correct? Oh, no, no, no. No, mine either. No. So I feel. Does it cost you $1 million? Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So we have the same chairs and the same tables. No way. From Target? Well, something that resells whatever this brand of stuff is. Yeah, we got it from somewhere else. It's called top-notch tables. Which is also like $120 for this table instead of like $350 for one day. Yeah. No, I'm just impressed with the fact that everyone sort of thought out of the box and didn't buy into the whole... The whole we have to be at the yeah. conference and buy the conference stuff. Yeah, thing. well, I think a lot of it's people good. did, but yeah, we almost it's had awesome. a mild heart attack when we saw the price of furniture. Yes, and internet. Yeah, what we were we joked on a podcast that it was it, it would have been cheaper to hire a furniture maker in Chicago and have them come whittle our furniture. <laughs> right, it would have been cheaper for you to get a satellite to broadcast live internet <laughs> yes. into here yes. than rent the thousand dollar internet. This is like true. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Did you get the internet though? We did. Yeah. You did or didn't? We did. Well, yeah. What are you, you have to? What are you going to do? Like, I can you can't rely on wireless because they're going to cut it off. They don't even have wireless. Oh, they don't? Nope. Oh. No wireless. There you go. Yeah. No options. So tell me about your Breaking Bad obsession because for real, I am... No, seriously. I, I didn't start from the beginning, so I acknowledge that. But I think it was last I, year when I was, I was working say, with I feel some West like, Coast clients. I feel like... like you and I had a conversation. You had not watched an episode of Breaking Bad. Are oh, you going to take I credit? Was, I am sort of going to take credit. <laughs> wow, here. dude! I think you. I think yeah. you tell yourself that about yeah, everybody I, you meet who watches probably, Breaking Bad. I do. I do. I, I mostly do that about women too because I think nice. they're interested in me. <laughs> and you, you say, know? you know, we had a conversation say, you know, about how you were exactly. so interested in me. You just don't remember it. And so we should go get drinks. Let me refresh your memory. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't remember. But it was all I remember was I was I was working a lot, traveling a lot, and I would go on binges. And I would be like, okay, I got a three-hour uh, meeting I have to lead at seven in the morning, and it's one in the morning now. I'm gonna but watch more. Man, episodes. I gotta watch one more because it's the season finale, and I, you know, whatever season three. Right. So I burned through the first whatever all up until I started live at the beginning of this, not this one, but the full last season. Mm-hmm. You know, they broke into two. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not the second half, but the first half of it. But it took me probably a month to get through the other seasons because I was just like, bam, bam, bam. Phenomenal. It, I think in the history of television, there has never been a better written or better filmed TV yeah. show. Um, I still think Sopranos and Wire hold their own. I still I mean, put I think those Sopranos is fantastic, but how can you screw that up? Right? I mean, you've got the mob, right? You've got fantastic characters. Oh, like, yeah. It's interesting to but begin that's, with. See, that's, that's Monday morning quarterback there. Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. Right. It is. Right. The, the way the Breaking that. Bad is shot, though, is It is. I mean, this, the yeah, scenes no, are I know. so beautiful. Like, and, yeah, and the, like, the, the beginning with, you know, two guys crawling in the dirt in, you know, Armani suits, right? right. Like, who comes up with that right, as right, the start? Right. And you don't know what right. it means until, you know, three episodes later. Hey, Paul. But, Yes. And what I've said about it is, when I was watching, I was amazed that there's no, I don't, there's not a wasted scene, let alone an episode. Right. It's so tight. Everything matters. Everything plays a role. That's amazing on a on a six season 
series. Is it six? I mean, Sopranos had some weak ones. The only weak episode I remember was The Fly, which is a very controversial episode because it was all based in the in the underground yeah, meth labs. Was, and I thought it was oh, like, right, 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 this right, is right, like, right. you know, one, trying to be not different. not a clean room. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't like that one. But other than that, <laughs> you know this. All right. And the other the thing I'll say about it. The fact that you know the it, names of the episodes yeah. Yeah. Might, so place, gonna, okay. might place you above me. No, and that's, not above you. No, that's, no, that's frightening. The other thing I love about it is how it makes you hate, but then root for these characters, even within the Jesse. same episode. Jesse. Or even Walt. Walt. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Even Walt. Like, when, when you wanted Walt, like, like right now I want him to go kick Right. Even though he's the the worst the human, worst being, human ever. being ever. Yeah. And but Jesse, you want him to win. I love Jesse, but he's done as many bad things. Yeah. I'm definitely on Team Jesse, but are you? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm not anymore. See, I'm, not, I I'm am. not on Team Jesse. Which anymore. is which is hypocritical because the people that are on Team Walt, I I, I don't understand them. The people that are on, on online, I read like comment boards, and they're like, he's he, why do you not like Walt? He's doing this for his family. I'm like. Bullshit! Not anymore. Not right. No. Now no, it's all ego. Season one. Yeah. 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 Actually, to be honest, now it's sort of back to his family again because he doesn't have anything anymore. He doesn't right. have any money. He doesn't have any. He's like, but now, his family but now doesn't want still, help. It's still legacy and ego, though. I think. I think it's legacy now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's right now. The 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 narrative is out of his control. They're making the blue stuff without him. Gray matters like he didn't mean anything. Family's his family doesn't F-O. like him. He's yeah. like, no he way. I'm not leaving like this. shell of his finances. Yeah, he's going right. to leave a mark. Yeah. It, th- that's going to hurt. Still, I yeah. still want to know that in hurt. this episode, which is airing now. Damn it. I still want to know what that whole thing, when they started this new season off, he went back to his house, yeah. right? And yeah, he yeah. Got, that's going to be this episode. Right? Yeah. And and he opens I want to know what it all means. He opens the trunk with the M60 and the... Swaps cars. Yeah. Yep. So runs into the neighbor. It's going to get real. All right, episode. Jackie, you want us to wrap it up? Well, I think we're post 8 o'clock. I think we should. All right, so. Wow, what a great first day really of podcasting. Good. Good traffic. Thanks for stopping by. You yeah, can stop welcome. by again. Good, good finale, Phil. Yeah, yeah good finale. Happy to, happy to be here. All right, we're going to wrap it up for today. Sunday Excellent. at Shishmit. Robert, thanks for being my yes, co-pilot. Is awesome. Jackie. Bye. Thanks for all the amazing work that you did today. Yes. Wouldn't and Adam, Adam, who's out there, um, kind of like air traffic control for us, remotely, remotely making sure, making the sure right shit's happening. Yeah, thanks to all you guys, awesome. and we will be back tomorrow. Excellent. Talk to you tomorrow.